I hope Mr. Trump treats this situation with the seriousness it deserves and works to demonstrate to the country that he has greater respect for women than this clip suggests. You hope he works to demonstrate respect for women. What are you talking about? It's too late in absolutely every way. First, it's October of an election year. And second, he's fucking 70. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morgan. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate there's a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. Serious? Have the very best students. Yeah, and there I'm we grateful go. That our students Welcome everybody to episode 399. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can't hear me, but that's okay. okay. I'll get headphones in a moment. Yep, Ripley's I'll getting a production assistant getting headphones. Yes. So, so they are introducing uh, the, the debate is going to start in seven minutes. In 14 um, seconds. I'm going to drop our audio. This is going to be a work in progress here. Um, I'll drop the audio on us down a little bit. Good evening, and welcome to Washington University in St. Louis. So this guy's talking now. Long years ago, this nation was founded on a grand promise, later memorialized by President Lincoln. America will create a true government of the people, by the people, for the people. Yeah, okay. It does. This great democratic experiment has since spread like wildfire. So going into this, um, Trump wants to grab people by the pussy because you grab what you are. Too many Democratic and, governments are being undermined um, by those apparently he got together a greatest of hits of uh, Clinton of sex scandal people. I guess it's sex scandal week. It's the so, sex scandal debate. This debate provides a momentous occasion. Because Trump's whole reasoning behind this is, I guess, uh, look, other people did it too. Yeah. And the thing is, though, like, it's... In a democratic process. If Lincoln's work Obviously, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, and I certainly don't condone what he's saying because he's a piece of shit. And, we just don't do and you know that's not even close I mean, to the worst thing he's said. And it doesn't surprise me. But he basically admitted to sexual assault. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of so, um, and it would be really interesting to see if anybody, like, comes up, like, comes forward saying that Somebody did. Somebody did. Yeah, she claimed that he attempted to rape her. And how can you with a micro penis? See, so. I just, but that, see, that's I didn't even know that. And I've been away from the news for like 20 minutes. Uh, it's like one of those things where like, yes, you gotta, you gotta be watching it all the time. Now. Okay. So like, that guy, the stagehand came and took the microphone off the stage. And in this corner. Oh, we got five whole minutes. What are we going to wait for know. this whole thing? Well, let's just, um, well, let's talk about other stuff. Um, did you see the cold open last night for Saturday Night Live with yes. um, Alec Baldwin? Yes. Fantastic. That was pretty good. He's really doing a great job. He is. I'm not a huge, as, as big a fan of his as I used to be. Um, Baldwin? Yeah. He's awesome. 
He is, but his private life's a fucking mess. I don't care. I can't, I can't, I, I can't respect I somebody that, um, I don't know. But then, you know, it, see, the thing is we can't, we can't say, oh, well, one statement, you know, you can just write that off because they caught Giuliani with that where Clinton, um, they, they, they talked to him. Uh, he said that Hillary's, um, what's it called? Um, transcripts of her speeches. That's who she really is. And would you please welcome President Bill Clinton and Melania Trump? Oh, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> um, so they asked Giuliani, well, then if that's who they really are behind the scenes when they're not in public, does that mean Trump's lines are correct? And like he reeled back, like, oh, shit. Oh, they're not going to talk. I thought they were going to say something real quick. Who's going to sit with Bill? I don't know. Oh, Chelsea. I don't know because then she would have come out the way the rest of the Trump stuff. She, did you see the? Did you look? It's it's American Psycho one through four. I know, right? God damn it! Oh, there's Chelsea and and her husband. Yeah, right. Mister Chelsea. Mister Chelsea. <laughs> I don't know his name. Nobody does. A big part of the responsibility for any debate rests on the shoulders of the moderators. It's, um, we are grateful and honored tonight to have Martha Raddatz of it's nice to ABC see they got, News they got and Anderson the guy of CNN. To introduce this. <laughs> that was the time on Sprockets when we dance. All right, Anderson Cooper, don't let us down. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're, uh, we're very honored to be here. I want to thank Washington University in St. Louis for hosting this debate and also the uh, Commission on Presidential Debates for sponsoring this. This is obviously a town hall format tonight. It's a chance for the Americans on this stage and thousands of people who have sent in questions online to ask questions directly to the candidates. And after they've asked their questions, they've promised to remain silent. And I know you've heard this before this evening, but no booing, outbursts, cheering of any kind. We want to keep this focus on the candidates and the people who are asking the questions here. We appreciate all your cooperation uh, in advance, and we'll start shortly. Great to see you all. You'll start in two and a half minutes. <laughs> well, they'll start the introductions, yeah. right? Do you think that they'll have them like thumbs up or thumbs down like in Gladiator? I don't know, but Bill looks stoned. <laughs> of course, wouldn't you be? Doesn't he? The, the Trump kids actually look a little nervous because they know yeah. all that shit that went on. Like, look at her. Ivanka oh, looks. God damn it. Just don't say anything. And she's just like, oh my God. Oh, I looked at the camera. Oh, man. Damn it. I didn't drink enough blood today. <laughs> look at this. Like. Fucking in an hour and a half, we're done. We're going to we're going to Bennigan's. Chelsea, Chelsea just reminded him that you're married to me, so it's okay for you to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! All they need now is Tina Turner singing. We don't need another hero. Yeah, (laughs) that would be about it. I remember when I did this, and she's thinking, "Where am I again?" Damn it! Maybe they'll deport me. Jesus, it looks like a fucking Batman supervillain family. Seriously, They look like they but just like, want to tear down an elementary school and build a gym. 
<laughs> or a supermodel. Well, you know, Bill would would be able to break dance away. Oh yeah, and uh, and, and win, win it. Yep, yep. The Trump boys uh, look like they kill turtles. Um, just in their spare time. Yeah, but they name them first. With a hammer. <laughs> Take that, Jeremy. <laughs> in the 40 seconds left, Ripley uh, came home uh, the other day, went to work with Ellen. She had to do like two hours worth of stuff at work, and she came home ranting about Larry. Who's Larry? Larry needed reports, and she has her own work to do and can't do Larry's work. But Sophia was there, so it was going to be okay. She told Sophia if she can't finish it. None of those people exist. She had a rough day at work. We were playing um, a WWE game because <laughs> why not? And Ripley jumped up and pointed at a guy in the crowd and said, That's Larry! He took my front row tickets! <laughs> took my front row tickets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pointed at him in the crowd. Oh, Everything went black. From we just NBC tell her that um, you know, catnip is for cats. No, it's good. I like what she's doing. <laughs> Decision like 2016. No, but she's the creating this whole world. Yeah, I think it's great. Here now, funny. Kate Snow. Speaking of creating your own reality. Good evening. We are minutes away from the second presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Just over four weeks now from oh, Election Day. And this debate has taken oh, on even more yeah. significance. That should be a mess. Coming in the middle of a firestorm over those newly revealed comments by Donald Trump about women. A little earlier, the candidates arrived at Washington University in St. Louis, the setting for tonight's town hall style debate. But before that, he, a Trump bit of a doesn't have as many people Donald with him, Trump. and he no one touched him. All right, here it is. Women who have accused former President Bill Clinton of he sexual misconduct in the past. And some of those women are in the debate <laughs> audience tonight. Right. Juanita Broderick I and Kathleen Willie, we've seen there just chicks, moments right? ago. The spouses right. of the candidates were introduced: Bill Clinton and Melania Trump. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. That's what Bill was saying while he was shaking all their hands. Andrea Mitchell and Halle Jackson. Halle, I'll start with you. An unconventional day, to say the least. What do they tell you we expect out of Donald Trump tonight? Yeah, an unconventional 90 minutes, Kate. If there was any question about what Donald Trump would do tonight, that has been laid to rest at this point. The women in the debate hall at, just at behind point, no, me I now. I wouldn't even be surprised uh, you can if he came see out in his that underwear. Trump will likely go after Bill Clinton's <laughs> you know, past he's going to come out Christmas tree drawn on his chest in his underwear with the Christmas tree wearing Ted Nugent's cowboy hat and a fucking paintball gun. Yeah, exactly. At this point, there are real no, it's a t-shirt gun. Filled with paintball, giant paintballs. Whether it will backfire for Trump. And Andrea, to you, if this happens, if he goes there, what does Hillary Clinton do? Sit back and not well, say a word. Well, she is going to speak Fucking to her marriage and also speak to that Trump video and the fact that she believes that the expressions, the language that he used, the behavior that he described, that he said he had conducted is a pattern of behavior. There's something wrong with that guy. Right? See there at the he end of that no row, Paula Jones color. has just joined the other women. Kathleen Wiley next to her, Juanita Broderick. I don't know. His face is really pointy. Shelton, who said that she was facing a defense lawyer. Hillary Clinton, a defense lawyer back in the 70s in a rape trial, so that Hillary Clinton defended a, uh, a accused rapist, as lawyers would do. Uh, she was a hired lawyer, a pro bono lawyer. Yeah, she was ordered to do that. Yeah, case. if so you're a defense story. lawyer, yeah, that's you have, your she job. Had been no choice. Very active, active with people now directly <sighs> involved. 
um, Andrew Breitbart's uh, successor from the Breitbart News, Steve Bannon. Fuck Breitbart. Are part of the, con- know, the right? Trump campaign. I thought and when he died, that would be exactly the end of it. It was really over. This is like the weirdest support group ever. Lumpy women that Bill touched. I think John Goodman should have crashed. And quickly, Hallie, what else would you like to Just sat down quietly. Well, Andrea had it right there. The idea that Clinton essentially suggested privately in these leaked emails that she was open yep. actually to, uh, Dean came open now. borders. Watch That's for Trump big. to hit her on that yeah. tonight. We'll watch it all oh, more about the these 90 fucking minutes. Emails. Thank you so much. In this town hall debate, questions will come from the audience and from the two moderators, Anderson Cooper of CNN, First question Martha to Donald Trump. of really? from we'll Jeremy. On the other side of <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Come on, man. Man, I hope somebody's named first, Jeremy. The first Good question evening. really I'm should Martha come Raddatz from, like, from ABC his campaign News. And I'm Anderson Cooper Dude. from CNN. We want to welcome you to Washington University in St. Louis for the second presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. Tonight's debate is a town hall format, which gives voters a chance to directly ask the candidates questions. Martha and I will ask follow-up questions, but the night really belongs to the people in this room and to people across the country who have submitted questions online. Oh, I didn't know the we could do that. The people you see on this stage were chosen by the Gallup organization. They are all from the St. Louis area and told Gallup One, they haven't committed to a candidate. Each Are you of them fucking came kidding here with me? questions they want they to ask, are. and we saw those questions for the first time this morning. Anderson and I and our team from ABC and CNN are the only ones who have seen them. Both candidates will have two minutes to answer each audience and online question. Hmm. We hope to get to as many questions as we can, so we've asked the audience here not to slow things down with any applause. Okay, Except That's for fair. now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Republican nominee for President Donald J. Trump and the Democratic nominee for President oh, Hillary clever. Clinton. Clever. Yeah. Have them both come out at the same time yeah. so they clap regardless. Oh, man, did you see the look on his face? Like, ah, shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm not touching you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> did you wash your hands? Because he went for the shake. Yeah. And she just turned. Fuck you. Yeah. That's the first time I've never seen them shake hands. Thank you very much for being here. We're going to begin debate. with a uh, yeah. question from uh, one of the members in our town hall. Uh, each of you will have two minutes to respond Please to be this question. Jeremy. Secretary Clinton, you won the coin toss, so you'll go first. Our first question comes from Patrice Brock. Oh, Patrice? <laughs> that would have been awesome. Thank you, and good evening. The last presidential debate could have been no- rated as MA, mature audiences, per TV parental guidelines. Knowing that educators no. assign viewing the presidential debates as students' homework, do you feel you are modeling appropriate and positive behavior for today's youth? Are you kidding me? Thank you. That's are, a are you dumb a teacher? Question. Um, yes, I think that that's a very good question because I've heard from lots of teachers and parents about some of their concerns about some of the things that are being said and done uh, in this campaign. Uh, and I think it is very important for that's us why. to make clear to that's why. To get the whole campaign under our country really is great because we're good, and we are going to respect one another, lift each other up. We are going to be looking for ways to celebrate our diversity, and we are going to try to reach out to every boy and girl as well as every adult uh, to bring them in to working on behalf of our country. 
I have a very positive and optimistic view about what we can do together. Nice. That's why the slogan of my campaign is Stronger Together. Because I think if we work together, if we overcome the divisiveness as a that rock. sometimes right. sets Americans <laughs> against one another, and instead or we make some no big goals, oh. and I've set forth some big goals, getting the economy to work for everyone, not just those at the top, making sure that we have the best education system from preschool to college me too. and making yeah. it affordable <laughs> yeah. and so much He's else. Like, if we set those goals and we go together to try why to achieve them, even there's nothing say in my I opinion to be president. that America this can't do. Stupid. So that's why I hope that we will this come like together in this campaign. Dare you ever. Obviously, I'm hoping God to earn your you, vote. Ted Cruz. I'm hoping to be elected in November. And stuck I can my promise you, I will work <laughs> to one with of my gold lions. I want to be the, <laughs> the president for all Americans, regardless of your political beliefs, where you come from, what you look like, your religion. I want us to heal our country and bring it together, because that's, I think, the best way for us to get the future that our children and our grandchildren deserve. Secretary Clinton, thank you. Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. Well, I actually agree with that. I agree and with sit down. everything she said. <laughs> yeah, stop. I You're began done. this campaign because I was so tired of seeing such foolish things happen to our country. This is a great country. This is a great land. Like I've people to know the people of the country using the, the tax code to year and a half right. that avoid paying taxes. Doing this as a politician, I cannot believe I'm saying that about myself, but I guess I have been a politician. And my oh, whole concept people are going to zero in to on make that. America great again. When I watch He's very the subdued. deals being made, when I watch what's happening with some horrible things like Obamacare, where your health insurance and health care is going up by numbers that are astronomical, 68%, 59%, 71%. These are numbers I that I can Iran say. And how right. bad a deal it is for us. It's a one-sided transaction where we're giving back $150 billion to a terrorist state, really the number one terrorist state. We've made them a strong country from really a very weak country just three years ago. Did, did he when name the country? All of the things that I see and all of Is the he talking about Israel? that our country has, we have such tremendous potential, it <laughs> whether it's in business and trade where we're doing so badly. Last year, we had an almost $800 billion trade deficit. I don't want to die. With other countries, we had an eight. Hundred billion dollar deficit. It's hard to believe. Inconceivable. You say, who's making these deals? We're going to make great the Bush trade administration. Deals. We're, going yeah. We're going to bring back law and order. I won't today, sniff every time he does that. That'll, that'll well, shot. He's going to bring back law and killed. order. That's a great show. And this is happening on a weekly basis. <laughs> really we have to bring back has, respect to law enforcement. Price. At the same time, we have to take care of people on all sides. We need top justice. Rock. But I want to do things that haven't been done, including fixing and making our inner cities better for the African-American citizens that are so great and for the Latinos, Hispanics. Wait, don't and, white people uh, live in inner cities, too? Latino has been America, Indian yeah. and you, Chinese. And the question from Patrice was about, are you both modeling positive and appropriate behaviors <laughs> for today's youth? We received a lot of questions online, Mr. Trump, about the tape that was released on Friday. Would you, as you can imagine, you, the door you called what you said locker room banter. You described kissing women without consent, Thanks. grabbing their genitals. That is sexual assault. You bragged that you have sexually assaulted women. Do you understand that? No, I didn't say that at all. I don't think you Fuck understood you. what was said. This was locker room talk. Fuck uh, off. I'm not proud of it. 
I apologize to my family. I apologize to the American people. Certainly, I'm not. We don't accept. But this is locker room talk. You know, when we have a world where you have ISIS chopping off heads, where you have, and frankly, drowning people in steel cages, where you have wars and and (laughs) horrible, horrible sights all over, where you have so many bad things happening. This is like medieval times. We haven't seen anything like this, the carnage all over the world. So why not have prima nocta, too? Can you imagine (laughs) the people that are, frankly, doing so well against us with ISIS? And they look at our country and they see what's going on. Yes, I'm very embarrassed by it. I hate it. Because I was caught. But it's locker room talk. And it's not an it's excuse. One of those things. I will knock the hell out of ISIS. We're going to defeat ISIS. ISIS happened. That's not a the point. Years ago, in a vacuum that was left. So because of bad judgment. Stop him. And I will tell you, I will take care of ISIS. So Mr. And Trump, we should get onto much more important things and much bigger things. Wow. Just for the record, though. Are you saying that what you said on that bus 11 years ago, that you did not actually kiss women without consent or grope women without consent? I have great respect for women. No, you Bullshit. Nobody has more respect for women than I do. Yeah, everybody does. So for the does. record, you're saying you I never did that. things that, frankly, you, you hear these what things. What if you just said, walked off? And I was <laughs> embarrassed by you. it. Yeah. But I have tremendous respect for women. Have you ever done those things? have respect for me. And wow. I you, no, I have not. And I will tell you that... I'm going to make our country safe. We're going to have borders. You're going to lock yourself up. We don't have now. People are pouring into our country, and they're coming in from the Middle East. And Keep other going, places. Anderson. Uh, we're going to make America safe again. We're going to make America great again, but we're going to make America safe again. Come on. From you? We're going to make America wealthy again, because if you don't do that, uh, it just it sounds what? harsh to say. Then, we have then to the women aren't the pretty enough to fuck. Right now other nations are taking our jobs, and they're taking our wealth. Yeah. Can Thank you grab one for me, too? I want to talk about. Secretary Clinton, do you want to respond? Oh, here we go. Well, like everyone else, (laughs) I've spent a lot of time thinking over the last 48 hours um, about what we heard and saw. You know, with prior Republican nominees for president, I I disagreed with them on politics, policies, principles, but I never questioned their fitness to serve. Donald Trump is different. She just said I she said never questioned in June any of the other that he was not uh, fit to be president fitness and commander-in-chief. Nice. And many Republicans and independents have said the same thing. What we all saw and heard on Friday was <laughs> Donald talking about women, what he thinks about women, what he does to women, and he has said that the video doesn't represent who he is, but I think it's clear to anyone who heard it that it represents exactly who he is, because we've seen this throughout the campaign. He's moving a lot. We have seen him insult women. We've seen him rate women on their appearance. I don't watch Trump a lot, but he looks livid. We've seen him embarrass women on TV and on Twitter. We saw him, after the first debate, spend nearly a week denigrating a former Miss Universe in the harshest, most personal terms. So, yes, this is who Donald Trump is. But it's not only women, and it's not only this video that raises questions about his fitness to be Please talk about Mexicans being rapists. Because he has also targeted immigrants, African Americans... Latinos, people with disabilities, POWs, Muslims, and so many others. 
God damn. So this is who Donald Trump is. And the question for us, the question our country must answer is that this is not who we are. Mm -hmm. That's why, to go back to your question, I want to send a message, we all should, to every boy and girl, and indeed to the entire world. <laughs> Fuck Donald America Trump. Already is great, Everyone but say we are great chant. because we are good. <laughs> and we will respect one another. And we will work with one another. And we will celebrate our diversity. Despite what this orange lump of These earwax has to say. values to me, because this is the America that I know and love. And I can pledge to you tonight that this is the America that I will serve if I'm so fortunate enough to become your president. And we want to get <laughs> no, to Bill's some questions. Young. You go, baby! <laughs> I assume I am. Yes, you can respond to that. It's just words, folks. It's just words. Well, those words, I've been hearing them for many years. What does that mean? I heard them when they were running for the Senate in New York, where Hillary was going to bring back jobs to upstate New York, and she failed. I've heard them where Hillary is constantly talking about the inner cities of our country, which are a disaster. Don't just education. Oh no, no, hold on. I, this is wise. this is amazing in every way possible. I'm going to help the African Americans. I'm going to help the Latinos, Hispanics. I am going to help the, the inner cities. She's done just a terrible the job Latinos, Hispanics, for the African Americans. Yes. She wants their vote, and she does nothing. And then she comes back four years later. We saw that firsthand. When she was a United States senator, she campaigned where the Mr. Trump, part Mr. Of Trump, campaign. I want to get to audience questions and online questions. So she's allowed to do that, but I'm not allowed to. Respond. You're going to have. Fuck you're off. going to get sounds to respond fair. right now. That sounds fair. What this a petulant little fuck! In just 48 hours, it's he did not. He didn't dispute of any of the the accusations on Facebook, with millions and millions of people discussing it on the social network. As we said a moment ago, we do want to bring in questions from voters around the country via social media. And our first stays on this topic. Jeff from Ohio asks on Facebook, Trump says the campaign has changed him. When did that happen? So, Mr. Trump, let me add to that. When you walked off that bus at age 59, were you a different man or did that behavior continue until just recently? And you have two minutes talk, for as this. I told you, that was locker room talk. Uh, I'm not proud of it. I am a person who has great respect for people, for my family, for the people of this country. For the people in my family. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> my family, but basically. That was something the that uh, mm -hmm. happened. If you look at uh, Bill Clinton, oh. of course, minor words, and his was action. His was what he's done to women. There's never been anybody in the history of politics. In this nation. The look on Hillary's so face is like, women. oh, so bitch, you, can you just opened you the wrong Pandora's box. Clinton was abusive to women. Hillary Clinton attacked those same women and attacked them viciously. Four of them are here tonight. One of the women, who is a wonderful woman at 12 years old, was raped at oh 12. God. Her client, she represented, got him off. Wow, and he's, he's seen laughing oh my God. on two I read, occasions, I read laughing about at the girl. Me too, me too. I'm surprised she's not doing the Kate McKinnon, uh, Hillary Clinton tonight. wiggle. Oh. So don't tell me about words. I am absolutely, I apologize for those words. I apologize. But it is <laughs> things that people say. But what President Clinton did, he was impeached. He lost his license to practice law. 
He had to pay an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine to one of the women. He's also not running Bernie for Jones president. Also and I, have, I will tell he you. He scared me. I've never Kennedy seen Bill Clinton look like, like that. that. And she talks about words that I said eleven years ago. I think it's disgraceful, and I think she should be ashamed of herself. If you want to know the truth. Oh my God. Can we please hold the applause? Who's clapping? Secretary Clinton, you have two minutes. They're preemptively clapping. Well, first, let me start by saying that so much of what he's just said is not right, but he gets to run his campaign any way he chooses. He gets to decide what he wants to talk about. Instead of answering people's questions, talking about our agenda, laying out the plans that we have that we think can make uh, a better life and a better country, that's his choice. When I hear something like that, I am reminded of what my friend Michelle Obama advised us all. When they go low, you go high. And then punch them in the dick. That tiny, tiny dick. <laughs> Look, if this were just about one video, maybe what he's saying tonight would be understandable. But everyone can draw their own conclusions at this point about whether or not the man in the video or the man on the stage respects women. But yeah, there's he never too many comments. For anything to anyone. He never apologized to Mr. and Mrs. Khan, the Gold Star family, mm -hmm. whose son, Captain Khan, died in the line of Where'd duty you get that? in Iraq. <laughs> and Donald well. insulted and attacked them <laughs> for weeks over their religion. He never apologized to the distinguished federal judge who was born in Indiana. But Donald said he couldn't be trusted to be a judge because he knows his parents were, quote, Mexican. <laughs> he never apologized to the reporter that he mimicked and mocked on national television. Right. I, showed, I showed my girls watching. that. Why don't you like and Donald Trump? I'm like, here's an example. He's a bully. Mm, like, yeah. That President Obama was not born in the United States of America. He owes the president an apology. He owes our country an apology. And he needs to take responsibility for And his I think at that point, it doesn't matter words. if Hillary's campaign from the well, last you time. You the president an apology because, as you know very well, uh, your campaign, Sidney Blumenthal, he's another. That's not true. We've already gone over this shit. Talk about what you're going to do. Got this started along he's got nothing. Campaign manager, and they were on television just two weeks ago, she was saying. Exactly that. So you really owe him an apology. You're the one that sent the pictures around your campaign, You're sent the pictures around with President Obama in a certain garb. That was long before I was ever involved. So you actually owe an apology. In a certain Number garb? Number two, Michelle Obama. I've gotten to see the commercials that they did on you. And I've gotten to see some of the most vicious commercials I've ever seen of Mo Michelle Obama talking about you, Hillary. So you talk about Friend, go back and take a look at those commercials. A race where you lost, fair and square, unlike the Bernie Sanders race where Ugh. you won, but not fair and square, in my opinion. And that's you your do that's look opinions at aren't facts. See what they said about Bernie Sanders and see what Deborah Wasserman Schultz had in mind because Bernie Sanders, between superdelegates and Deborah Wasserman Schultz, he never had a chance. And I was so surprised to see him sign on with the devil. But when you talk about apology, I think the one that you should really be apologizing for and the thing that you should be apologizing for 
are the 33,000 emails oh, Jesus that you Christ, deleted Donald. and that you acid washed. And then the two boxes Look at her. of She's like, and other things you, last are, week. Really? Seriously? From are you fucking kidding me? Missing. And I'll tell you what. I didn't <gasps> think I'd say this. She actually shook her head like, I can't I hate to say fucking it, believe this. But if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to Grab get you. a special prosecutor. <laughs> To look into your situation, because there has never been so many lies. She's been so cleared of everything. Exactly. She's already been there investigated. Never been For 30 years. laughing at him. Yeah, she's totally laughing when at I him. When I speak, I go out and speak. The people of this country are furious. In my opinion, the people that have been long-term workers at the FBI are furious. There has never been anything like this where emails and you get a subpoena, you get a subpoena, and after getting the subpoena, you delete 33 thousand emails and then you acid wash them or bleach them as yeah, you would say a very expensive process so we're going to get a special prosecutor <laughs> and the and bush administration deleted 33 million right been, their lives have been destroyed for doing one look at her she's like uh, of what you get this done. fucking clown out of here and honestly you ought to be ashamed of <laughs> yourself Secretary Clinton, i want to follow up on that i'm going to let, let you talk about it because everything he just said is absolutely false but i'm not oh, surprised really? in the first debate and we in the really, first the debate, audience needs to I calm told down people here. that it would be impossible to be fact-checking Donald all the time. I'd never get to talk about anything I want to do and how we're going to really uh, make lives better for people. <laughs> so, once again, go to HillaryClinton.com. We have literally Trump. You can fact-check him, fact-check fact check him in real time. Last time at the first check, debate, we had millions back. of people she said that on uh, purpose. fact checking. So I expect <laughs> we'll have check, millions fact more check. fact checking yeah. uh, because you know it is. Uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law <laughs> in our country. Because you'd be in jail, Secretary Clinton. What a fucking we want to piece remind of the audience shit. to please not shut the uh, fuck up. Talk out loud. Please do not applaud. You're just wasting time. And, and Secretary Clinton, I do want to follow up on emails. You've said your handling of your emails was a mistake. You disagreed with Director FBI Director James Comey calling your handling of classified information, quote, extremely careless. The FBI said that there were 110 classified emails that were exchanged, eight of which were top secret, and that it was possible hostile actors did gain access to those emails. You don't call that extremely careless? Well, Martha, first let me say, and I've said it before, but I'll repeat it because I want everyone to hear it. That was a mistake, and That's something I take responsibility for using a personal email account. Uh, obviously, if I were to do it over again, I would not. I'm not making any excuses. Uh, it was a mistake, and I am very uh, sorry about that. But I think it's also important uh, to point out where there are some misleading accusations from critics and others. Uh, after a year-long like investigation, <laughs> there is no evidence that anyone hacked the server I was using, and there is no evidence that anyone uh, can point to at all, anyone who says otherwise has no basis, that <laughs> any classified material ended up in the wrong hands. I take classified materials very seriously and always have. When I was on the Senate Armed Services Committee, I was privy to a lot of classified material. Obviously, as Secretary of State, I had some of the most important secrets uh, that we possess, such as going after bin Laden. 
Uh, so I am very committed Such to taking classified <laughs> information seriously. And as I said, there is no evidence uh, that any classified information ended up in the wrong hands. Okay, we're going to move on. And yet, put your fucking microphone down. She didn't know down. the word, the letter C, on a document. Right? She didn't even know what that word, what that letter meant. You know, that it's amazing. I'm watching Donald. Hillary go over facts. And she's going after fact after fact. And she's lying again because she said she, you know, what she did with the emails was fine. You think it was fine to delete 33,000 emails? I don't think so. She, just said, she said the 33,000 emails had to do with her daughter's wedding, number one, and a yoga class. Well, maybe we'll give three or three or four or five or something. 33,000 emails deleted, and now she's saying there wasn't anything wrong. And more importantly, that was after getting a subpoena. That wasn't before. That was after. She got it from the United States Congress. And I'll be honest, I am so disappointed in congressmen, including Republicans, for allowing this to happen. She, Our Justice Department, like her husband, goes on to the back of an airplane like, for 39 yeah. minutes, talks to the attorney general days before a ruling is going to be made on her case. But for you to say Seven. that hmm. there was nothing wrong with you deleting 39,000 emails again. Now it's 39,000? And this is after there. getting a subpoena <laughs> from the United States Congress. We have to move on. If Secretary Clinton, that, you can respond and we got to move on. We, we want to give the audience the a, sector, a, a chance here. Jail, this microphone. Let alone after getting a subpoena <laughs> from the United States Secretary Congress. Secretary Clinton, you can respond. Then we have to move on to an audience question. Look. It's Fuck just not guy. true. And so please <laughs> oh, go you didn't to, delete him? You allow didn't her to respond, please. Personal emails, not oh, official. 33,000? Yeah. Well, we turned over 35,000. So oh, yes. it was, what about the other 15,000? Uh, please allow her to respond. She didn't talk while you talked. Yes, that's true. I didn't. And I didn't in the say. first debate. And uh, <laughs> I try not to in this debate because uh, I'd like to get to the questions that Dave the people troll. have brought here tonight uh, to talk to us about. And get off this question. Oh, my God. Dick. Okay, Donald, I know you're into big diversion tonight. Anything <laughs> to avoid talking about your campaign and the way it's exploding and the way Republicans are leaving you. But well, let's, let's, let's at least focus on some response. of the let's issues that people care about tonight. Let's this get to their questions. This is a fucking circus. It's Ken disgusting. Yes. It's question about health care. Ken? I'd like to know, Anderson, why aren't you bringing up the emails? Shut I'd the like to know. fuck why up. Aren't you we brought up the emails. Bottom? No, it hasn't. It hasn't. And it hasn't been finished at all. Ken Carpowitz has a question. Nice to one on three. Shut Thank up. You. Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare. I would change my it question. It is not affordable. Premiums have gone up. Deductibles have gone up. Co-pays have gone up. Prescriptions have gone up. And the coverage has gone down. That's, no, that's not true. What would you do not for, to bring not the cost across the board? No, it's a very, very, very better. small percentage that, that of people. That first one goes to Secretary Clinton because you yeah. started out the last one. And that's one because of the, the businesses. He wants right. to start. Yeah. No, go ahead, Donald. No, I'm a gentleman, Hillary. Go ahead. You are not. Fuck off. You're a piece of shit, Donald. Well, I think Donald was about to say he's going to solve it by repealing it and getting rid of uh, the Affordable Care Act. And I'm going to fix it because I agree with you. Premiums have gotten too high, co-pays, deductibles, prescription drug costs, and I've laid out a what series is, what happens of actions if he hits that we can take her? to try to get those costs down. <laughs> but here's what I don't want that's what it looks like. when we're talking about raising the costs, him which has to be uh, the highest priority just, of the next uh, president. So when the Affordable Care Act passed, it wasn't just that 20 million people got insurance who didn't have it before, but that in and of itself was a good thing. 
I meet these people all the time, and they tell me what a difference having that insurance meant to them and their families. Made a difference. But oh, everybody else, the 170 million of us who get health insurance through our employers, got big benefits. Number one, insurance companies can't deny you coverage because of a pre-existing condition. That's a Number huge two, thing. no yeah. lifetime limits, which is a big deal <coughs> if you have serious health problems. Number three, women can't be charged more than men for our health insurance, which is the way it used to be before the Affordable Care Act. Mm. Number four, if you're under 26 and your parents have a policy, you can be on that policy until the age of 26, something that didn't happen before. So I want very much to save what works and is good about the Affordable Care Act. But we've got to get costs down. We've got to provide some additional help to small businesses so that they can afford uh, to provide health insurance. But if we repeal it, as Donald has proposed, and start over again, all of those benefits I just mentioned are lost to everybody, not just people who get their health insurance on the exchange. She's acknowledging and then we would have to start to all over those. again. Yeah. Right now we are at 90% If you repeal it, then the businesses the and the insurance companies in would, so would decimate the whole industry and keep quality up. Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. It is such a great question, and it's maybe the question I get almost more than anything else. Bullshit. Outside of defense. <laughs> Obamacare is a disaster. <laughs> You know it. We all know it. No, no, the, 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 it's going up at numbers that nobody's ever seen worldwide. It's nobody's ever seen numbers like this. Worldwide? It's such amazing It's numbers. only getting worse. In 17, it implodes by itself. Their method of fixing it Did is to go back and in ask 17, Congress for more money. In 17, it implodes? Yes. We have right now almost $20 trillion in debt. Obamacare will never work. Dude's got to blow his fucking bad, nose. Very bad health COVID. insurance. Ugh. Far too expensive. And not only expensive for the person that has it, unbelievably expensive for our country. It's going to be one of the biggest line items very yeah, shortly. Then there's, you know, we have to repeal yeah. it uh, and war replace it itself. with something absolutely much less expensive. With what? And something that works. Euthanasia. The plan can actually be tailored. They have to do it. We have to get rid of the lines <laughs> around the state, artificial They're, they're big up and coming. Where we stop insurance companies <laughs> from coming in and competing because <laughs> they wanted President Obama and whoever was working on it. They want to leave those lines because that gives the insurance companies essentially monopolies. We want they competition. They had that. So you will have plan, the finest health care plan there is. She wants to go to a single-payer plan, which would be a disaster. No, it wouldn't. Somewhat similar to Canada. And if you ever notice, the Canadians, when they need a big operation, when something happens, they come into the United States in many cases. Because yeah, we have the best because hospitals. Their, their right. system is so slow. It's, it's catastrophic in certain ways. But she wants to go to single-payer, which means the government basically rules everything. Hillary Clinton has been after this for years. Obamacare was the first step. Obamacare is a total disaster. No. And not only are your rates going up by numbers that nobody's ever believed, but your deductibles <laughs> are going up. up. So that unless you get hit by a truck, you're never going to be able to use it. Mr. Trump, it is time. a disastrous plan, and it has to be repealed and replaced. Secretary Clinton, let me follow up with you. Your husband called Obamacare, quote, the craziest thing in the world, saying that small business owners are getting killed, his premiums double, coverage is cut in half. Was he mistaken or was his mistake simply telling the truth? 
No, I mean, he clarified what he meant, and, and it's very clear. Look, we are in a situation in our country where if we were to start all over again, we might come up with a different system. But we have an employer-based system. That's where the vast majority of people get their health care. And the Affordable Care Act was meant to try to fill the gap between people who were too poor and couldn't put together any resources to afford health care, namely people on Medicaid. Obviously, Medicare, which is a single-payer system, which takes care of our elderly and does a great job doing it, by the way. And then all the people who were employed, what is he but doing people back who there? were working but didn't have the money to afford just insurance and didn't have anybody, like an employer or anybody still, else right. to help them. That was the, the slot that the Obamacare uh, approach was to take. And like I say, 20 million people now have health insurance. So if we just rip it up and throw it away, what Donald's not telling you is we just turn it back to the insurance companies the way it used to be. And that means the insurance companies get to do pretty much whatever they want, including saying, look, I'm sorry, you've got diabetes, you had cancer, your child has asthma, time is up. you may not be able to have insurance because you can't afford it. So let's no, fix no, what's no. broken about it, but let's not throw it away and give it all back to the insurance companies. Mr. And let the me follow companies. up with you, Mr. That's not going to work. Mr. Trump, let me follow up uh, well, on I this. I just wanted just one thing. No. First well, of all, Hillary, everything's broken about it, everything. Number two. Bernie Sanders said that Hillary Clinton has very bad judgment. This is a perfect example of it. Trying Trump, to save Obamacare, which is... You've said you want to end Obamacare. Way, you've said you want to end Obamacare. You've also good. said you want to make coverage accessible good. for people with pre-existing conditions. How do you force insurance companies to do that if you're no longer mandating that every American get insurance? Able to. You're going to have plans. What, what does that oh, mean? That, well, I'll tell you what it means. You're Bullshit. going to have plans Let's hear it. that are so good because we're going to have so much competition in the insurance industry once we break out once we break out the lines and She's allow the competition to here. come. Are you, are you going to have a mandate that Americans Anderson, have to have health insurance? Me. President Obama, by keeping those lines, the boundary lines around each state, and it was almost gone what? until just very toward the end of the passage of Obamacare. So he wants to break down Which, borders? Way, was a I'm confused. You know that. <laughs> because Jonathan Gruber, the architect of Obamacare, was said, he said it was a great lie. It was a big lie. President Obama said, you keep your doctor, you keep your plan. The whole thing was a fraud, and it doesn't work. But when we get rid of those lines, you will have competition, and we will be able to keep pre-existing. No, this is we'll like the, the let's, let's put don't have Social Security in the stock market. Protect it. And yeah. Republicans feel this way, believe it or not, uh. and strongly this way. We're going to block grant into the states. We're going to block grant into Med Medicaid into you, the Mr. states what is block so that we grant? will be able to take care of people without the necessary funds to take care of themselves. Thank you, Mr. Trump. We now go to Gorba Hamid with a question for both candidates. Hi. There are 3.3 million Muslims in the United States, and I'm one of them. Uh, working that's with Trump's Muslim inner monologue. Nations, but with Islamophobia on the rise, how will you help people like me deal with the consequences of being labeled well, insurance, as a threat to the country Islamophobia. after the election is over? I'll send you to a country where they're friendly to Muslims. Well, you're right about Islamophobia, and that's a shame. But one thing we have but to I do love it. <laughs> is we have to make sure that... So tough. Because there is a problem. I mean, whether we like it or not, and we can be very politically correct, but whether we like it or not, there is a problem. You. And we have to be sure <laughs> that Muslims come in and report when they see something going on. 
When they see hatred going on, they have to report it. As an example, in San Bernardino. <laughs> she should stand up and go. Many people it's right there. Right there. The this guy, this orange thing. The two people that killed 14 and wounded many, many people. Horribly wounded. They'll never be the same. <laughs> Muslims have to report the, the problems when they see them. Who's saying and, they're not? Right. You know, there's, a, there's always a reason for everything. If they don't do that... It's a very difficult situation. There is not always a reason for everything. Because you look at Orlando, and you look at San Bernardino, and you look at the World Trade Center, go outside, you look at Paris, oh, look at that horrible... These are radical Islamic terrorists. And Nailed it. And he won't even <laughs> mention the word, and nor will President Obama. He won't use the term radical Islamic terrorism. Now, to solve... That doesn't problem, matter. You have to it be really able doesn't. to state what the problem is, or at least say the name. Really? He won't say the name, and President Obama won't say the name. But the name I don't is know. there. It's Killed Bin Laden. Islamic yeah. terror. And before terror. you solve it, you have to say the name. Secretary Clinton. Well, thank you for asking your question. And I've heard this question from a lot of Muslim Americans across our country. Because let me get uncomfortably close to you while I answer this question. Very divisive, <laughs> dark <laughs> things said about Muslims. And even someone like Captain Khan, the young man who sacrificed himself defending our country in the United States Army, has been subject to attack by Donald. I want to say just a couple of things. First, we've had Donald. Muslims in America since George <laughs> Washington. And we've had many successful Muslims. We just lost a particularly well-known one with Muhammad Ali. My vision of America when? is an America where everyone oh. Oh, okay. has a place. If you're willing to work hard, you do your part, you contribute to the community. You pay your taxes. That's what America is. That's what we want America to be for our children and our grandchildren. <laughs> that would be great if she said that. And just it's also at very short-sighted and even dangerous to be engaging in the kind of demagogic rhetoric that Donald has about Muslims. We need American Muslims to be part of our eyes and ears on our front lines. I've worked with a lot of different Muslim groups around America. I've met with a lot of them, and I've heard how important it is for them to feel that they are wanted and included and part of our country, part of our homeland security, and that's what I want to see. It's also important... I intend to defeat ISIS, to do so in a coalition with majority Muslim nations. Right now, a lot of those nations are hearing what Donald says and wondering, why should we cooperate with the Americans? And this is a gift to ISIS and the terrorists, violent jihadist terrorists. We are not at war with Islam. And it is a mistake, and it plays into the hands of the terrorists hmm. to act as though we are. So I want a country where citizens like you and your family are just as welcome as anyone else. Thank you, Secretary right Clinton. Now. Mr. Hmm. Trump, in December, you said this. Donald J. Trump for is calling for a total and complete shutdown of <clears throat> Muslims entering the United States until our country's oh, representatives can figure out what the hell that? is going on. We have no choice. We have no choice. Your running mate said this week that the Muslim <laughs> ban is no longer your position. Is that correct? And if it is, was it a mistake to have a religious test? First of all, Captain Khan is an American hero. Fuck off. And oh, if I were president at you. that time, he would be alive today. Because unlike her, okay, who voted for the war without knowing what she was doing, 
I would not have had our people in Iraq. Iraq was a disaster. Bullshit. He would have been alive today. The Muslim ban is something that in some form has morphed into a extreme vetting from certain areas of the world. Hillary Clinton wants to allow and, and why did it morph into excuse that? Me, no, did me. you no answer the question? Why do you, you still believe you I do me all the time? Why don't you Would interrupt you please her? Oh, fuck, because you're not answering whether questions. or not the Muslim ban still stands. It's called extreme vetting. We are sponsored by Mountain Dew Code Red Syria, where they're coming in by the tens of thousands because of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton wants to allow a (laughs) 550% increase over Obama. People are coming into our country like we have no idea who they are, where they're from, what their feelings about our country is, and she wants 550% more. This is going to be the great Trojan horse of all time. We have enough problems in this country. I believe in building safe zones. I believe in having other people pay for them. As an example, the Gulf states who are not carrying their weight, but they have nothing but money and take care of people. But I don't want to have, with all the problems this country has and all of the problems that you see going on, hundreds of thousands of people coming in from Syria when we know nothing about them. We know nothing about their values and we know nothing about their love for our country. And Secretary Clinton, let me ask you about that, because you have asked for an increase from 10 to 65,000 Syrian refugees. Yeah. We know you want tougher vetting. That's not a perfect system. So why take the risk of having those refugees come into the country? Well, first of all, because people are like skittles. Into our country, <laughs> they're awesome, poses and we should do whatever we us. can for them. But there are a lot of <laughs> refugees. Women and children, think of that picture we all saw of that four-year-old boy with the blood on his forehead because he'd been bombed by the Russian and Syrian air forces. There are children suffering in this catastrophic (laughs) war, largely, I believe, because of Russian aggression. And we need to do our part. Mm. We by no means are carrying anywhere near the load that Europe and Mm -hmm. others are. But we will have vetting that is as tough as it needs to be from our professionals, our intelligence uh, experts, and others. But it is important for us as a uh, policy you know, not to say, as Donald has said, we're going to ban people based on a religion. How do you do that? We are a country founded on religious freedom and liberty. Good. How do we do what he has advocated without causing great distress. I think Trump's arms country. are too are short. Are we going to have religious tests? His arms, his, they come to his waist. Your arms are supposed to go between your hip and your, and your knee. Implement those. So I thought oh, to extend that what the he distance, said was huh? extremely yeah. unwise and watch even when he, dangerous. Yeah. When he pulls the microphone indeed, up, he looks like the T-Rex the from Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> on a lot of the terrorist sites. I'm going to answer a question now. what Donald Trump says about Muslims is used to recruit fighters. The assiest of all the dinosaurs. Because they want to create a war between What is he us. pointing and to? And the final thing I would say, this is the 10th or 12th time <sighs> that he's denied being for the war in Iraq. We have it on tape. The entire 
press corps has looked at it. It's been debunked, but it never Go stops ahead. him say from Sean saying Hannity. whatever he wants say to Sean say. Hannity. So please it has not uh, been debunked. And go I was to HillaryClinton.com and, and you can see it. I was against the war in Iraq. has not been debunked. And it you has. voted for it, and you shouldn't have. Well, I just want There's to There's been lots say, of fact-checking on that. I'd like to move on to an online question. She just went about 25 seconds over her time. She Could I just not. respond to this, please? Very well, you did. There's your 25 seconds, you Hillary Clinton, fucking poop. in terms of having people come into our country, we have many criminals. You like the two Illinois layers of... Yeah. When we want to send them back to their country, their country says, we don't want them. In some cases, they're murderers, drug lords, drug problems. They're they drug problems. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, when he wanted to say rapists, said, it's okay, we rapists. can't force it into their country. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I'm going to force them right back into their country. They're murderers and some very bad people. What are you going to do, and shove them out of an airplane? You, uh, very strongly. When Bernie Sanders said she had bad <laughs> judgment, she has really bad judgment because we are letting people into this country that are going to cause problems and crime like you've never seen. We're also letting drugs pour through our southern border at a record clip. At a record clip, and it shouldn't. Be I've read that it's gone down. Ice just endorsed me. They've never endorsed a presidential ice candidate. The ice. He said ice. Oh. And, and three weeks ago, right me. after the other debate, and I, uh, the immigration. I understand. They, they said we're a government organization. We don't do that. In, come right over. It's a horrible thing she's doing. She's got bad judgment, yeah. and honestly, so bad that she should never be president of the United States. That thank, I can tell thank you. Thank you, Mr. Trump. I and want to move on. This next wearing. question comes I like from the her public, suit this time. to the bipartisan open debate coalition's online forum where Americans submitted questions that oh, just generated get to it. millions of votes. This question involves WikiLeaks' release of purported excerpts of Secretary Clinton's paid speeches, oh, which she has refused to release, and one line in particular in which you, Secretary Clinton, purportedly say you need both a public and private position on certain issues. So, two from Virginia asks, is it okay for politicians to be two-faced? Is it acceptable yes. for a politician yes, because to have a Private Before she even says issues. it, you can Secretary personally Clinton. be against well, same-sex marriage. Right. Yeah. As, as but I recall, if your people want that it, was right. uh, something I said That's about Abraham Lincoln about. Uh, after having seen the wonderful Steven Spielberg movie called Lincoln. It was a master class <laughs> watching Jaws. President Lincoln get the Congress to approve the Thirteenth Amendment. It was principled and it was strategic. And I was making the point that it is hard sometimes to get the Congress to do what you want to do, and you have to keep working at it. And yes, President Lincoln was trying to convince some people, he used some arguments, convincing other people, he used other arguments. That uh, was a great, uh, uh, I thought, a great uh, display of presidential leadership. But, you know, hmm. let's talk about what's hmm. really going on here, Martha, because our intelligence community just came out and said in the last few days that the Kremlin, meaning Putin and the Russian government, are directing the attacks, the hacking on American accounts to influence our election. And WikiLeaks is part of that, as are other sites where the Russians hack information. We don't even know if it's accurate information. And then they put it out. We have never in the history of our country been in a situation where an adversary, a foreign power, 
is working so hard to influence the outcome of the election. And believe me, they're not doing it to get me elected. <laughs> they're doing it to try to influence the election for Donald Trump. Now, maybe because he has praised Putin, maybe because he says he agrees with a lot of what Putin wants to do, maybe because he wants to do business in Moscow. I don't know the maybe reason. Maybe because he's selling he condos in Russia. And we should demand that Donald release all of his tax returns so that people can see what are the entanglements and the financial relationship that, that he has Secretary with Clinton, Russians and you're other out of time. foreign powers. Well, I think I should Mr. Trump. because it's so ridiculous. Look, now she's blaming, she got caught in a total lie. Her papers went out to all her friends at the banks, Goldman Sachs and everybody else. And she said things, WikiLeaks, that just came out. And she lied. Now she's blaming About the lie what? on the late, great Abraham Lincoln. That's one that I haven't. No. She's okay, just, honest Abe. Honest about a Abe movie. never lied. That's the good thing. That's the big difference Dummy. between Abraham Lincoln and you. That's a big, big difference. We're talking about some difference. But as far as other elements of what she was saying, I don't know, Putin. I think it would be great if we got along with Russia because we could fight ISIS together as an example, but I don't know Putin. But I notice anytime anything wrong happens, they like to say the Russians, are, she doesn't know if it's the Russians doing the hacking. Maybe there is no hacking, but they always blame Russia. And the reason they blame Russia is because they think they're trying to tarnish me with Russia. I know nothing about Russia. I know, I know about Russia, but I know nothing about the inner workings of Russia. I don't deal there. I have no businesses. There. I have no loans from Russia. I have a very, very But it just came out today so that there were that millions the of dollars donated to him by people Avenue. from the Russia. Right. Because of my balance sheet, which they actually know very well, chose me to do the old post office between the White House and Congress, chose me to do the old post office, one of the primary things, in fact, perhaps the primary thing what is he talking was balance about? sheet. But I have no loans with Russia. You could go to the United States government and they would probably tell you that because they know my sheet very well in order to get that development I had to have. Now, the taxes are a very simple thing. As soon as I have, first of all, I pay hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. Bullshit. Many of our friends Don't say audits. took bigger deductions. Warren Buffett took a massive deduction. Uh, Soros, who's a friend of hers, took a massive deduction. Many of the people that are giving her all this money that she can do many more commercials than me, gave her, took massive deductions. I pay but, hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. No, but, you don't. No, you don't, you fucking As soon as my liar. routine audit's finished, I'll release my returns. I'll Fuck be very off. proud to. They're Thank actually you, Mr. Quite Trump. Proud. We've got a, uh, we're on turn, actually, the topic of taxes. We have a question from Spencer Moss. Spencer? Good evening. Uh, my question is, what specific tax provisions will you change to ensure the wealthiest Americans pay their fair share in taxes? Mr. Trump, you have two minutes. Well, one thing I do is get rid of carried interest. The, one of the greatest provisions for people like me, to be honest with you, I give up a lot when I run because I knock out the tax code. And she could have done what? this years ago, by the way. She's a United States, she was a United States Senator. She complains that Donald Trump took advantage of the tax code. Well. Why didn't she change it? Why didn't you change it when you were a senator? The reason you didn't is that all your friends take the same advantage. Well, because one person can't you do it. You have provisions in the tax code that, frankly, we could change. But you wouldn't change it because all of these people give you the money so you can take negative ads on Donald Trump. 
Yeah, but yeah, she had that kind of foresight. Of you know, I've, I've heard Hillary complaining about, about so many different things yeah. over the years. Oh, we should have done this. Show. But she's been there for 30 years. She's been doing this stuff. She never changed, and she never will change. She never will change. We're getting rid of carried interest provisions. I'm lowering taxes, actually, because I think it's so important for On corporations. Who? Because we have corporations leaving massive corporations and little ones. Little ones can't form. We're getting rid of regulations, which goes hand in hand with the no. lowering of the taxes. No. But we're bringing the tax Why are we getting rid of regulations? To 15%. We're cutting taxes for the middle class. And I will tell you, we are cutting them big league for the middle class. And I will tell you, Hillary Clinton is raising your taxes, folks. You can look at me. She's raising your taxes really high. And what that's going to do is a disaster for the country. Why? But she is raising your taxes, and I'm lowering your taxes. You know what, though? That I'd in itself is I'd a big like difference. We are going to be thriving again. We mm. have no growth. Is it in not this blowing country. people no up? Right. Yeah. If China has a GDP of 7%, it's like a national China? catastrophe. China. We're down at 1%. And that's like I, I let Nova. I let Nova and Ripley watch the opinion. other Saturday and Night Live one, and he said China, and Nova turned to me and said, "In the world, he didn't say bring, China correctly." One of the <laughs> lower no, in the world. You are correct, and I think it's so important. One of the most important things we can do, but she is raising everybody's taxes massively. Secretary Clinton, you have two minutes. The question was, uh, what specific tax provisions will you change to ensure the wealthiest Americans pay their fair share of taxes? Well, everything you've heard just now from Donald is not true. I'm, I'm sorry I have to keep saying this, but he lives in an alternative reality. <laughs> and it is sort of amusing to hear somebody who hasn't paid federal income taxes in maybe 20 years talking about what he's going to do. But I'll tell you what he's going to do. His plan will give the wealthy and corporations the biggest tax cuts they've ever had, more than the Bush tax cuts by at least a factor of two. Ooh. Donald always takes care of Donald and people like Donald, and this would be a massive gift. And indeed, the way that he talks about his tax cuts would end up raising taxes on middle-class families, millions of middle-class families. Mm. Now, here's Somebody what I would have do. to pay for it. Right? I have said... Nobody who makes less than $250,000 a year, and that's the vast majority of Americans, as you know, will have their taxes raised because I think we've got to go where the money is. And the money is with people who've taken advantage of every single break in the tax code. And yes, when I was a senator, I did vote to close corporate loopholes. I voted to close, I think, one of the loopholes he took advantage of when he claimed a billion dollar uh, loss that enabled him to avoid paying taxes. I want to have a tax on people who are making a million dollars. It's called the Buffett rule. Yes, Warren Buffett is the one who's gone out and said somebody like him should not be paying a lower tax rate than his secretary. Hmm. I want to have a surcharge <laughs> on incomes above $5 million. We have to make up for lost times because I want to invest in you. I want to invest in hardworking families. And I think it's been unfortunate, but it's happened that since the Great Recession, the gains have all gone to the top. And we need to reverse that. People like Donald, who paid zero in taxes, zero for our vets, zero for our military, zero for health and education. <laughs> that is wrong. Thanks and we're going hard. to make sure that nobody, no corporation and no individual, can get away without paying his fair share to I want to give you our country. Mr. Trump, I want to give the chance to respond. Sure. I just want to tell our viewers what she's referring to. The last month, taxes were the number one issue on Facebook for the first time in the campaign. 
The New York Times published three pages of your 1995 tax returns. They show you claimed a $916 million loss, which means you could have avoided paying personal federal income taxes for years. You've said you pay state taxes, employee taxes, real estate taxes, property taxes. You have not answered the simple question. Did you use that $916 million loss to avoid paying personal federal income taxes? Of course I do. Of course I do. And so do all of her donors or most of her donors. I know many of her donors. Her donors took me. He just said, yeah. Yeah. Because he took advantage of the tax. A lot of my write-off was depreciation and other things that Hillary as a senator allowed. And she'll always allow it because the people that give her all this money, they want it. That's why. See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. No, his, inter- his, his accountant said they don't know shit about it. They said he doesn't know the tax code. He knows where to sign his name. Very important to Wall Street people, but they really want the carried interest provision, which I believe Hillary's leaving. It's very interesting why she's leaving carried interest. But I will tell you that, number one, I pay <laughs> tremendous numbers of taxes. I <laughs> absolutely use it. He just said, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. Yeah. And so did many of the other people that Hillary is uh, getting money from. Now, I won't mention their names because they're rich, but they're not famous. So we won't make them famous. Can, okay? you, can you say how many years you have avoided paying personal federal income taxes? No, but I, I pay tax and I pay federal tax, too. But I have a write-off. A lot of it's depreciation, which is a wonderful charge. I love depreciation. You know, she's given it to us. No, if she business had a problem, taxes are totally for different. Years she's been doing this, Anderson. I say it all the time. She talks about health care. Why didn't she do something about it? She talks about you taxes. You seem like she's Why been king she or queen about for 30 years. Like, she doesn't Donald? do anything about anything other than talk. With her, it's all talk and no action in the past and, and again bernie sanders, i get action really bad judgment <laughs> she has made bad judgment not only on taxes she's made bad judgments on libya on syria on iraq i mean her and obama whether you like it or not the way they got out of iraq the vacuum they've left that's why isis formed in the first place they started from that little area and Didn't ISIS like start 30 years ago? Nations, no. Congratulations. Great I job. thought like the, 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 the like first rumbling of well, it. Well, here we go again. I've been <laughs> uh, in favor of getting rid of carried interest for years, um, starting when I was a senator from New York. But that's not the point here. Put your, you know, do it. Put your microphone you do down, it? asshole. Because I was a senator with a Republican president. Oh, really? I will be the you president. Done who will get it done. If you were an effective, uh, if you were exactly an effective right. senator, you could have done it. If you were an effective senator, no, you could have done it. But you were not an effective. Please allow her to respond. She didn't interrupt you. You know, under our Constitution, presidents have something called veto power. Look, he has now said repeatedly, "30 years this and 30 years that." So let me talk about my 30 years in public service. I'm very glad to do so. Eight million kids every year have health insurance because when I was first lady, I worked with Democrats and Republicans to create the children's health insurance program. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of kids now have a chance to be adopted because I worked to change our adoption and foster care system. After 9-11, I went to work with Republican mayor, governor, and president to rebuild New York and to get health care for our first responders who were suffering because they had run toward danger and gotten sickened by it. Hundreds of thousands of National Guard and Reserve members have health care because of work that I did. And children have safer medicines because I was able to pass a law that required the dosing to be more carefully done. Hmm. When I was Secretary of State, 
I went around the world advocating for our country, but also advocating for women's rights to make sure that women had a decent chance to have a better life and negotiated a treaty with Russia to lower nuclear weapons. 400 pieces of legislation have my name on it as a sponsor or co-sponsor when I was a senator for eight years. Wow, I worked very hard and was very proud to be reelected in New York by an even bigger margin than I had been elected the first time. And as president, I will take that work, that bipartisan work, that finding common ground, Thank because you. you have to be able to get along with people to get things done in Washington. <laughs> and I've proven that I can. And for 30 years, I've produced results for Thank people. Thank you, Secretary. Mike We're going to move on to Syria. <laughs> Both of you have mentioned that. You said a lot of things. We, you, you I mean, I think we should we can, be allowed no, to maybe Mr. Trump, we're going to go on. This is about the audience. A as a Mr. Senator. Trump, Shut we're going to move on. the fuck up. The heartbreaking video of a five-year-old really Syrian like, boy I'm named done. Amran sitting in an ambulance after being pulled from the rubble, rubble after an airstrike in Aleppo <laughs> focused the world's attention on the horrors of the war in Syria, with Who's 136 million yeah. views on Facebook alone. But there are much worse images coming out of Aleppo every day now, where in the past few weeks alone, 400 people have been killed, at least 100 of them children. Just days ago, the State Department called for a war crimes investigation of the Syrian regime of Bashar al-Assad and its ally, Russia, for their bombardment of Aleppo. So this next question comes from social media through Facebook. Diane from Pennsylvania asks, if you were president, what would you do about Syria and the humanitarian crisis in Aleppo? Isn't it a lot like the Holocaust when the U.S. Assad too drone strike before we helped? Secretary That's it. Clinton, we will begin with your two minutes. Well, the situation in Syria is catastrophic. And mm. every day that goes by, we see the results of the regime, uh, by Assad in partnership with the Iranians on the ground, the Russians in the air, bombarding places, in particular Aleppo, where there are hundreds of thousands of people, probably about 250,000 still left. And there is a determined effort by the Russian Air Force to destroy Aleppo in order to eliminate the last of the Syrian rebels who were really holding out against the Assad regime. Here's the question Russia I pose to you. Russia hasn't paid any attention to ISIS. Is They're interested Trump going to talk Assad about Hillary? No, he's going to talk about her failed Syria. He's not going to say shit about and I advocate yeah, because we didn't really intervene a whole lot with Syria. He's going to say we need what some leverage with the Russians. Yeah, uh, because they're not going to come to the negotiating table for a diplomatic. Uh, Unlike his whole body all the time. there is some leverage yeah. over them. And we have to work more closely with our partners and allies on the ground. But I want to emphasize that what is at stake here is the ambitions and the aggressiveness of Russia. Russia has decided that it's all in in Syria. And they've also decided who they want to see become president of the United States, too. And it's not me. <laughs> I've stood up to Russia. I've taken on Putin and others, and I would do that as president. I think wherever we can cooperate with Russia, that's fine. And I did as Secretary of State. That's how we got a treaty reducing nuclear weapons 
It's how we got the sanctions on Iran that put a lid on the Iranian nuclear program without firing a single shot. You mean where he talks about how they had weapons of mass destruction that they never had? But I do support the effort to investigate war crimes committed by the Syrians and the Russians and try to hold them accountable. This is something they should agree on. Trump there, a Secretary of State, with the so-called line in the sand, which... No, I wasn't. I was gone. I hate to interrupt okay. you, but but you were in contact. Point, excuse me. At some you point, were, we need you to were do in some total contact here. with the White House, and perhaps, sadly, Obama probably still listened to you. I don't think he'd be listening very much anymore. Obama draws the line in the sand. It what a moron! Laughed at all over the world. What happened? Now, with that being said, she talks tough against Russia, but our nuclear program has fallen way behind, and they've gone. Wild with their nuclear program. Not good. Our government shouldn't have allowed that to happen. Russia is new in terms of nuclear. We are no, old. They're not. Tired. We're in terms of in nuclear. Terms of they're not new. They've had nuclear a weapons very for thing. years. She talks tough. She talks he really did a lot of coke in the 80s. He against, doesn't remember uh, any of that. Putin. And against Assad. She talks in favor of the rebels. She doesn't even know who the rebels are. You know, every time we take rebels... rebels whether it's Great in show. Iraq or anywhere else, we're, we're arming people. And you know what happens? They end up being worse than the people. Look at what she did in Libya with Gaddafi. Gaddafi's out. It's a mess. And by the way, ISIS has a good chunk of their oil. I, I'm sure you probably have heard that. It was a disaster. Because the fact is, almost everything she's done in foreign policy has been a mistake and it's been a disaster. But if you look at Russia, just take a look at Russia, and look at what they did this week, where I agree she wasn't there, but possibly she's consulted. We sign a peace treaty. Everyone's all excited. Well, that was carried with Assad. Yeah. And by the way, with Iran, who you made very powerful with the dumbest deal perhaps I've ever seen in the history of deal making, the Iran deal. Really? With the hundred, really? Trump stakes? With what the 1.7 billion in cash, thing, which is enough cash to fill up this room. But look at, look at that deal. Iran now and Russia are now against us. So she wants to fight. She wants to fight for rebels. There's only one problem. You don't even know who the rebels are. Mr. Trump, so Mr. What's Trump, the purpose? you're two and, minutes And one thing up. I have to say, you're two minutes I don't like up. Assad at all, but Assad is killing ISIS. Russia is killing ISIS, and Iran mm. is killing ISIS. And those three have now lined up because of our weak foreign policy. So Mr. he just, Trump, he just endorsed Russia. Yeah. If you were president, what would you do about Syria and the humanitarian oh, please crisis say nothing. in Aleppo? They're handling and I it. want to remind you what your running mate said. He said provocations by Russia need to be met with American strength and that if Russia continues to be involved in airstrikes along with the Syrian government forces of Assad, the United States of America should be prepared to use military force to strike the military targets of the Assad regime. Okay. He and I haven't spoken, and I disagree. I disagree. You disagree I think with your running mate. I to knock out ISIS. Right now, Syria I think Pence just ISIS. decided to quit. We have people that want to fight both at the <laughs> same time. But Syria is no longer Syria. Syria is Let Russia. me get my phone in my and hand. Iran, oh, my God. She made strong, and Kerry, and Obama oh, made into a very powerful nation and a very rich nation. Yeah. Someone just very, very quickly. <laughs> very, very quickly. I believe we have to get ISIS. We have to worry about ISIS before we can get too much more involved. She had a chance to do something with Syria. They had a chance. 
And that was the line. What do you think and will happen did. if Aleppo falls? I think Aleppo is a disaster humanitarian-wise. What do you think will happen human- if it falls? Uh, I think that it basically has fallen, okay? It basically has fallen. Let me tell you something. He doesn't know. He, he doesn't know. He has no idea about this. The stupidity of our foreign policy. We have Mosul. They think a lot of the ISIS leaders are in Mosul. So we have announcements coming out of Washington and coming out of Iraq. We will be attacking Mosul in three weeks or four weeks. Well, all of these bad leaders from ISIS are leaving Mosul. Why can't they do it quietly? Why can't they do the attack, make it a sneak attack, and after the attack is made, inform the American public that we've knocked out the leaders, we've had a tremendous success. Maybe they say you that believe. so they can track Why them. Why do they have to say we're going to be attacking huh? Mosul within Didn't the Didn't he ever see Star Wars? Which right? is what they're Put the saying. tracking device on them. Find more of them. Sometimes reasons the military does that. Psychological I can't warfare. Think of any. I can't think of any. It might be to help get civilians Flynn, out. And we have, look, I have 200 generals and admirals who endorse me. No, I you have don't. 21 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients who endorse me. No, you don't. We talk about it all the time. Really? They understand. Really? All Why the time? Why can't they do something secretively where they go in and they knock out the leadership. How, they did. Why would they these did. people They shot Bin Laden in the fucking face. Tell me what you're telling them that they won Mosul, Celtics tickets. That it's and when they the come to get the tickets, we arrest them. So Rock I still get my Mosul, boat, right? This is where <laughs> they think the ISIS leaders are. Why would they be saying, they're not staying there anymore. They're gone. Because everybody's talking about how Iraq, which really is look like us, with our leadership, here. goes in to fight Mosul. Now, with these this, this, all I can think of is Kate McKinnon when they, they when they ask her, and what General do you George think? Patton, I think I'm impressed. General Douglas MacArthur yeah. are spinning in McKinnon their grave at the right stupidity yeah. of what finish. we're doing in yeah. the Middle East. I'm going to go to Secretary Clinton. Secretary Clinton, you want Assad to go. You advocated arming rebels, but it looks like that may be too late for Aleppo. You talk about diplomatic efforts. Those have failed. Ceasefires have failed. Would you introduce the threat of U.S. military force beyond a no-fly zone against the Assad regime to back up diplomacy? I would not uh, use American ground forces in Syria. Good. I think that would be a very serious mistake. I don't think American troops should be uh, holding territory, which is what they would have to do as an occupying force. I don't think that is a smart strategy. I do think yeah, the use then we're of at war with forces, Russia. which we're mm. using, uh, and the use of I didn't like that uh, enablers China and trainers back in Iraq, which has had some positive yeah. and then effects, that's it. World uh, War III. are very much in our interests. And so I do support what is happening. But let so me what just, would you do differently than President Obama is well, doing? Mar- Martha, I hope that by the time I, if er- I'm everything. I hope by the time I am president that we will have pushed ISIS out of Iraq. I do think that there is a good chance that we can take Mosul. Uh, and, you know, Donald says he knows more about ISIS than the generals. No, he doesn't. Uh, there are a lot of uh, very important planning going on, and some of it is to signal uh, to the Sunnis in the area, as well as Kurdish Peshmerga fighters, that we all need to be in this, and that takes a lot of planning and preparation. I would go after Baghdadi. I would specifically target Baghdadi because I yeah, think our targeting prick. of al-Qaeda leaders, and I was involved I focus in a lot in of those things she said. highly classified ones, you tell them what made you're a difference. Do. So I think that could help. I would also <laughs> consider arming the Kurds. The Kurds have been our best partners in 
uh, Syria as well as Iraq. And I know there's a lot of concern about, about that in some circles, but I way? think oh, I really hope he says that, you know, so arming Al Qaeda really helped. Are the and then she can turn and say, that well, that was Republicans. Yeah. After pushing ISIS out of Iraq. Thank you very much. We're going to you move on. She went over a minute over and you don't stop her. When I go one second over, it's like you had many it's answers. Really, it's really very interesting. We've got a question over here from James Carter. She's like, fuck you, Mr. Carter. Yeah. My question is, can you fuck yourself? (laughs) Believe you can be a devoted president to all the people devoted United States. That question came for Mr. Trump. Absolutely. I mean, uh, she calls people deplorable. Not about you. Large group and irredeemable. I will be a president for all of our people. And I'll be a president that will turn our inner cities around and will give strength to people. A black person answered the question, I have to talk about inner cities. Because NAFTA, signed by (laughs) her husband, is perhaps the greatest disaster trade deal in the history of the world. That guy has looked pissed the whole time, too. It stripped us of manufacturing jobs. Why are we talking about NAFTA? We lost our jobs. We lost our money. We lost our plans. It is a disaster. I and now she wants keys. to sign TPP, <laughs> even though she says now she's for it. She called it the gold standard. And by the way, at the last she, debate, she lied because it turned out that she did say the gold standard. And she said she didn't say it. They actually said that she lied. What, is, okay? what does that matter? And she lied. But she's that's lied not the point of, of the. That's I not the question. A president for all of the people. Except for you, African-Americans, Hillary. African-Americans. The inner cities. Did you say you people? Devastating mm-hmm. what's happening to our inner cities. She's been talking about it for years. As usual, she talks about it, nothing happens. She doesn't get it done. Same with the Is Hillary Latino a genie Americans, and we don't know? Hispanic Americans. The same exact thing. They talk, they don't get it done. You go into the inner cities <laughs> and you see it's 45% poverty. African Americans now 45% poverty in the inner cities. The education is a disaster. Jobs pay your taxes. We could pay the teachers more. I mean, it's, I she says that. You know, I, and I've been saying in <laughs> big speeches where I have twenty and thirty thousand people. That would be great. What do you have to lose? It can't get any worse. And she's been talking <laughs> about the inner cities for twenty-five years. <laughs> nothing's like going to ever happen. Tell you, if she's president of the United States, nothing's going to happen. It's just going to be talk. And all of her friends, the taxes we were talking about, and I would just get it by osmosis. She's not doing any me favors, but by doing all the others favors, what? she's doing me favors. What? But, but I will tell you, she's all talk. It doesn't get done. All you have to do is take a look at her Senate run. Take a look at upstate New York. Your two minutes is up. Secretary Clinton, it turned out two to minutes. Be a disaster. Oh. You have two minutes, Secretary Clinton. Well, 67% of the people voted to reelect me when I ran for my second term. And I was very so proud funky. and very humbled by that. Mm. Mr. Carter. I have tried my entire life to do what I can to support children and families. You know, right out of law school, I went to work for the Children's <laughs> Defense Fund. And Donald talks a lot about, in my head, what you know, happened is she took a cheeseburger out of the 30 years I've been in public service. Really <laughs> oh, oh, I started this is off for you. as You've a young good. lawyer working against discrimination <laughs> against African American yeah. children. No, I've seen them. Sure it happened. And in yeah. the criminal justice right system. Out of her pocket. He looks like I a bigger to make Kevin sure from the office. I kids with disabilities could get a public <laughs> education, something that I care very much about. I have worked with Latinos. One of my first jobs in politics was 
down in South Texas registering Latino citizens to be able to vote. So I have a deep devotion (laughs) to use your absolutely correct word to making sure that every American feels like he he or she has a place in our country. And I think when you look at the letters that I get, a lot of people are worried that maybe they wouldn't have a place in Donald Trump's America. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They write me and one woman wrote me about her son, Felix. She adopted him from Ethiopia when he was a toddler. He's 10 years old now. This is the only country he's ever known. And he listens to Donald on TV and he said to his mother one day, will he send me back to Ethiopia if he gets elected? You know, children listen to what is being said, to go back to the very, very first question. And there's a lot of fear that, in fact, teachers and parents are calling it the Trump effect. Yeah, that that is is true. A lot of people are feeling, you know, uneasy. A lot of kids are expressing their concerns. So first and foremost, I will do everything I can to reach out to everybody, Democrats, Republicans, independents, people across our country. If you don't vote for me, I still want to be your president. Your I want to be the up. best president I can be for every American. Secretary Clinton, your two minutes is up. I want to follow up on something that Donald Trump actually said to you, uh, a comment you made last month. You said that half of Donald Trump's supporters are, quote, deplorables, racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic. No, double down on this. You regretted saying half. You didn't express regret for using the term like deplorable. Like deplorables. <laughs> Mr. Curtis, question, how can you unite a country if you've written off tens of millions of Americans? Well, within hours, I I said that I was sorry about the way I I, um, talked about that because my argument is not with his supporters. It's with him and with the hateful and divisive campaign that he has run and the inciting of violence at his rallies Mm. and the very uh, brutal kinds of comments about not just women, but all Americans, all kinds of Americans. And what he has said about African-Americans and Latinos, about Muslims, about POWs, uh, about immigrants, about people with disabilities. He's never apologized for. And so I do think that a lot of the tone and tenor that he has said, I'm proud of the campaign that Bernie Sanders and I ran. We ran a campaign based on issues, not insults. And he is supporting me 100% because we talked about what we wanted to do. We might have had some differences and we had a lot of debates, Thank you, but we believed that we could make the country better. And I was proud of that. I'll give you a minute. 20 we seconds. have a divided nation. We have a very divided nation. It's because of you, so Mr. Divided. Luthor. You look at Baltimore. You look at the violence that's taking place in the inner cities, Chicago. You take a look at Washington, D.C. We have a increase in murder within our cities. The biggest in 45 years. Not true. We have a divided nation because people like her, and believe me, she has tremendous hate in her heart. And when for she you. said, yeah, for oh, you, look at her. She meant it. And when she about? said irredeemable, they're irredeemable. You didn't mention that. But when she said they're irredeemable, to me, that might have been even worse. She said She's some of them tremendous, are. Yeah, you did say hatred. that. Hmm. And this country cannot take another four years of Barack Obama. And that's what you're getting with her. Mr. Trump, let me follow up with you. In 2008, you wrote in one of your books that the most important characteristic of a good leader is discipline. You said if a leader doesn't have it, quote, he or she won't be one for very long. 
In the days after the first debate, you sent out a series of tweets from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., including one that told people to check out a sex tape. Is that the discipline of good No, it wasn't se- check out a sex tape. No, it was. Take a look at the person that she built up to be this wonderful uh, Girl Scout who was no Girl Scout. You mentioned By the, the way, just tape. so you understand, when no, she it's said not 3 about- o'clock in the morning, take a look at Benghazi. She said, who's going to answer the call at 3 o'clock in the morning? Guess what? What? She didn't answer because when Ambassador Stevens... The question is, is that the discipline minute, of a good leader? 600 times. Well, she said she was awake at 3 o'clock in the morning. And she also sent a tweet out at 3 o'clock in the morning, but I won't even mention that. But she said... She'll but be you right. just did, the you famous cock. Thing. We're going to answer our call at 3 o'clock in the morning. Guess what happened? Ambassador Stevens, Ambassador Stevens sent 600 requests for help. And the only one she talked to was Sidney Blumenthal, who's her friend. And not a good guy, by what? the way. So what's you know, happening? She shouldn't be talking no about idea. that. Now, tweeting happens to be a modern day form of communication. I mean, you can like it or not like it. I have between Facebook and Twitter, I have almost 25 million people. It's yeah, a very effective form of communication. So you can put it down, but it is a very effective form of yeah, communication. I'm not unproud of it, to be honest with you. Secretary Clinton, does Mr. Trump have the discipline to be a good leader? No. 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 I'm shocked again. <laughs> Well, it's 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 not only Could you elaborate? my no. opinion; it's the opinion of many others, <clears throat> uh, national security experts, Republicans, former Republican members so of Congress. Yeah, he's gonna. But it's in he's got, part he's got because hold on for eight minutes. Those of us it's who only have had the great privilege yeah, of seeing ah, this job up close and know how difficult it is, and it's not just because. I watched my husband take a $300 billion deficit and turn it into a $200 billion surplus, and 23 million new jobs were created, and incomes went up for everybody, everybody. African-American incomes went up 33%. And it's not just because I worked with George W. Bush after 9-11, and I was very proud that when I told him what the city needed, what we needed to recover, he said, you've got it, and he never wavered. He stuck with me. And I have worked. Yeah, because partisan politics President didn't Obama. matter at that point. Exactly. He inherited the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. Mm. That was a terrible time for our country. We have to move along. Nine million people Secretary lost their Clinton, jobs. We have to... Five million ahead, homes were let, lost. Let them move Secretary Clinton, yeah, dollars in family wealth was wiped out. We are back on the right track. He would send us back into recession with his tax plans. Secretary Clinton, we are moving to an audience question. We're almost out of time. We have, we have another. Growth Mr. Trump, since we're moving to an audience question. 1929. It is our country. Mr. Trump, Secretary Clinton, well, let's we look at the Republican the Congress. Right. Thank you very much, both of you. Thank you. Shut up. <laughs> we have another audience question. Beth Miller has a question for both candidates. God, no Jeremy's. Um, good evening. She says Perhaps the most Jeremy. important aspect of this election is the Supreme Court justice. What would you prioritize as the most important aspect of selecting a Supreme Court justice? We begin with your two minutes, Secretary Tits. Clinton. Thank you. Well, you're right. This is one of the most important uh, issues in this election. I would almost vote um, for him for that. I want to uh, appoint almost. Supreme Court justices almost. who understand the way the world really works, who have real-life experience, who have not just been in a big law firm and maybe clerked for a judge and then gotten on the bench, but you know maybe they tried some more cases. They actually understand what people are up against because I think you know the maybe not a petulant child that hasn't direction. said a word in 15 years. And so right. I would want to see uh, the Supreme Court uh, reverse <clears throat> Citizens United. 
yes. and get dark, unaccountable money out of our politics. Mm-hmm. Donald mm-hmm. doesn't agree with that. I would like the Supreme Court to understand that voting rights are still a big problem in many parts of our country, that we don't always do everything we can to make it possible for people of color and older people and young people to be able to exercise their franchise. I want a Supreme Court that will stick with Roe v. Wade and a woman's right to choose, and I want a Supreme Court that will stick with marriage equality. Now, Mm. Donald has put forth the names of some people that he would consider. Dr. Doom. And among the ones that he has suggested are Three people are who would reverse characters. Roe v. Wade and reverse marriage equality. I think that would be a terrible mistake and would take us backwards. I want Snidely a Supreme whiplash. Court that doesn't always side with corporate interests. I want a Supreme Court that understands because you're wealthy and you can give more money to something doesn't mean you have any more rights or should have any Mr. more Krabs. rights than anybody else. Yeah. So I have views about yeah. what I want to see to time to change the balance on the Supreme Court. And I regret deeply that the Senate has not done its job and they have not permitted a vote on the person that President Obama, a highly qualified person, they've not given him a vote to be able to have the full complement of nine Supreme Court justices. Hmm. I think that was a dereliction of duty. Shameful. Uh, I hope that they will see their way to doing it. But if I am uh, so fortunate enough as to be president, I will immediately uh, move to make sure that we fill that. We have nine Thank justices you, Secretary and Clinton. work on behalf of our people. Thank you. You're out of time, Mr. Trump. Justice Scalia, great judge. No, disagree. And we have a vacancy. Thanks I am <laughs> looking to appoint judges very much in the mold of Justice Scalia. I'm looking for judges, and I've actually picked 20 of them so that people would see highly respected highly thought of, and actually <laughs> very beautifully reviewed by just about everybody i but didn't people that will me. respect nope. the constitution no of the united states and i think that this is so important also the second amendment which is totally under siege by people like hillary clinton no they'll respect the second amendment and what it stands for what it represents so important to me. Now, Hillary mentioned Muskets. something about uh, contributions, just so you understand. So I will have in my race more than $100 million put in of my money, meaning I'm not taking all of this big money from all of these different corporations like she's doing. What I ask That's is not this. True, so actually. I'm putting in more than, by the time it's finished, I'll have more than $100 million invested. Yeah. Tax rate off. Self-funding right. mine. We're raising money for the Republican Party, and we're doing tremendously on the small donation, sixty-one dollar average or so. I asked Hillary, number, right? "Why doesn't mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. made two hundred and fifty million dollars? Yeah, by being an office. She used the power of her office to make a lot of money. Why isn't she funding not for a hundred million, but why don't you put ten or twenty or twenty-five or thirty million dollars into your own campaign?" It's That's not how it's done. Less for special interest that will tell you exactly what question. to do. And it would really, I think, be a nice <clears> sign <throat> to the American public. Why aren't you putting some money in? You have a lot of it. You've made a lot of it because of the fact that you've been in office. You made a lot of it while you were Secretary of State, actually. So why aren't you putting money into your own campaign? I'm just curious. Well, well, thank you very much. Thank you. We're going to get on to one more question. question. The question was about the Supreme Court, and I just want to quickly say. Very quickly. I respect the Second Amendment. 
But I believe there should be comprehensive background checks, and we should close the gun show loophole and close the online loophole. We have we, we have one more question, as Mrs. as we possibly can. We have one more question from Ken Bone about uh, energy policy. Ken Bone, what steps will your energy policy take to meet our energy needs, while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly? And minimizing jobs. Right now, it's Saturday Night Live. They are workers. fighting Trump over who gets to be that guy. Such oh, a great of question course. Because energy is under siege you know by the I Obama administration. <laughs> the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. Is there a fly buzzing around his head? Companies. No. And foreign companies are now coming in, buying, our, <laughs> buying so many of our different plants. And then rejiggering the plant so that they can take care of their... You can't say that word. ...are right. killing absolutely killing our energy business in this country. Now, I'm all for alternative forms of energy, including wind, including solar, etc. But we need much more than wind and solar. (laughs) And you look at our miners. Hillary Clinton wants to put all the miners out of business. There is a thing called clean coal. No, there isn't. Coal will last for a thousand years in this country. Now we have natural gas and so many other things because of technology. We have unbelievable, we have found over the last seven years, we have found tremendous wealth right under our feet. So good, especially when you have $20 trillion in debt. I Did he just tell us that natural gas and coal are new? Back. Yeah, they'll be so. able to compete. They'll make money. They'll pay He's off our national dumb. debt. Holy they'll shit, then, then a Christmas carol was way ahead of its time. Tremendous. The science but we are putting our energy companies out of business. We have to bring back our workers. You take a look at what's happening to steel and the cost of steel and China dumping vast amounts of steel Um, all over the United States, which essentially is killing our steel workers and our steel That's not energy. We have to guard our energy companies. We have to make it possible. The EPA is so restrictive that they are putting our energy companies out of business. And all you have to do is go to a great place like West Virginia or places like Ohio, which is phenomenal, or places like Pennsylvania, and you see what they're doing to the people, miners and others in the energy business. It's a disgrace. Time's up. Thank you, sir. It's an absolute disgrace. Senator Clinton, two minutes. Well, that was very interesting. Um, First of all, China is illegally dumping steel in the United States, and Donald Trump is buying it to build his buildings. Boom. Steel workers and American steel plants out of business. That's something that I fought against as a senator and that I would have a, a trade prosecutor to make sure that we don't get taken advantage of by China on steel or anything else. You know, because it sounds like you're in the business or you're aware of people in the business, you know that we are now for the first time ever energy independent. We are not dependent upon the Middle East. But the Middle East still controls a lot of the prices. So the price of oil has been way down. And that has had a damaging effect on a lot of the oil companies, right? We are, however, producing a lot of natural gas, which serves as a bridge. Mostly from my opponent. uh, Renewable fuels. (laughs) And I think that's an important uh, transition. We've got to remain energy independent. It gives us much more power and freedom than to be worried about what goes on in the Middle East. We have enough worries over there without having to worry about that. So I have a comprehensive energy policy, but it really does include fighting climate change because I think that is a serious problem. And I support 
moving toward more clean, renewable energy as quickly as we can, uh, because I think we can be the 21st century clean energy superpower mm. and create millions of new jobs and businesses. But I also want to be sure that we don't leave people behind. That's why I'm the only candidate from the very beginning of this campaign who had a plan to help us revitalize coal country because those coal miners and their fathers and their grandfathers, they dug that coal out. A lot of them lost their lives. They were Good injured, lung, but they Dad. turned the lights <laughs> on and they powered our factories. I don't want to walk away from them. So we've got to do something for them. Senator but Clinton. the price of coal is down worldwide. So we have to look at this comprehensively. And is that's up. exactly what I have proposed. I hope you will go to HillaryClinton.com my we have, entire policy. One we more have, audience question. We've sneaked in one more question and it comes from Carl Becker. Last chance for a Jeremy. My son, Jeremy. <laughs> My question to both of you is... What the fuck? Regardless of the current rhetoric... <laughs> really? Would either of you name one positive thing that don't, you respect? Don't, don't fucking ask this question. <laughs> what a waste what of fucking time. Would you like to go first? Say no. Well, I, Say no. I certainly will. Because no, uh, I think that's no. a, a very fair. And he has a beautiful question. daughter that he wants to Look, fuck. I respect <laughs> his children. His children are that's a high incredibly five. able <laughs> and devoted, and I think that says a lot about Donald. I don't agree with anything. Nearly anything he else he says. <laughs> I get the fuck. I do respect that, nice. and I think that oh, we peaked like a motherfucker uh, on that, that one. As a mother and a grandmother <laughs> is very it. important to wow. me. Wow. Uh, so. Sorry. I believe Sorry, that everybody. this election has become in part so um, so conflict-oriented, so intense, uh, because there's a lot at stake. This is not an ordinary time, and this is not an ordinary election. That, that's true. We are going to be choosing a president yeah, but it gave who will her a set great policy singer. for not just four or eight years, but because of some of the important decisions we have to make here at home if and around the Trump world. If Trump is smart, Court, he will say, energy I so respect the work so she did to eliminate HIV it's one of the most consequential in Africa. That's where the, the foundation was, right? And that's why I've tried to, to put forth specific policies and plans. That's good. Trying to that's get good. it off of the yeah. personal and put it on to what it is I want to do as president. And that's why I hope people will... Uh, check on that for themselves so that they can see uh, that, yes, I've spent 30 years, actually maybe a little more, uh, working to help kids and families, and I want to take all that experience uh, to the White House and do that every single day. Mr. Trump. Well, I consider her statement about my children to be a very nice compliment. I don't know if it was meant to Nobody's be Nobody's asking that. But Nobody gives a, great, a shit what you I'm very proud think. of my children. And uh, so I respect the fact that she complimented us. They've been wonderful, wonderful kids. So uh, I consider that a compliment. Uh, I will say this about Hillary. She doesn't quit. She doesn't give up. I respect that. I tell it like it is. She's a fighter. I disagree with much of what she's fighting for. I do disagree with her judgment in many cases. But she does fight hard, and she doesn't quit, and she doesn't give up. And I consider that to be a very good trait. 
Thanks to both of you. So he... To to sum up, Hillary uh, said, I respect that his children stand by him, basically. And he said, I respect that she wants this job so bad, she's better at it than I am. At the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Good night, everyone. Oh, my God. What a fucking mess. Jesus Christ. Time to start looking for apartments in Canada. And that 90 minutes of wow. a feisty presidential debate. Donald feisty? Trump and Hillary Clinton shaking hands back, at the yeah. end, which you may have noticed they did not do at the beginning of this debate. I'm joined yeah, once yeah. again by Andrea Mitchell. Uh, Andrea, it's it's Kate Snow speaking here from New York. Your headlines out of tonight. No, nope, nope, nope. No, well, that was one of the Pause. most Pause. contentious, Stop. difficult. Stop. Oh, yeah. Nope, I don't want to hear any spin or any of that fucking bullshit. No, I, um, I'll be honest. I don't, you know, what sucks? The bar is so low for him. Yeah. Is that the fact that he didn't have a, that makes me very smart moment, you know, well, is, is a good, is a good thing for him. And that's the problem. That's like, that's the problem with his whole candidacy. He's like, oh, he's yeah. not a politician. He's unpolished. And I mean, the but whole he thing, called himself a politician tonight. I know. And, uh, but the thing about the whole, the whole locker room talk thing to a certain, to a certain extent, I mean, obviously I disagree with him. He's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. Okay. But there is something to that whole, when you're sitting around talking to your buddies, there's not a mic on. You know, but he was, that's the thing. It may be locker room talk and that may be the excuse, but he wasn't inside into his character. He wasn't in a locker room. Right. But the thing, well, it's just, I mean, that's, it's. He, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. Period. I mean, and this is just, this isn't news. This is just one more example. Yeah. And like I said, when I heard the news, I'm like, yeah. He's like, done, of course. A, he's done enough stuff. When was this? 2005? Yeah. Was he doing The Apprentice at that point? I, I, I don't know. Think, I think so. But Maybe. he had been, he had been mic'd like, and stuff for interviews before. Right. So he should have known Someone better. Someone should have known. But and he just doesn't honestly, it's give like, a it shit. Even fucking, it, it doesn't matter. Doesn't. I mean, it's obviously it's not going to change me. And no. in hardcore supporters, they're going to be just like, well, whatever. He wasn't a politician. He was just talking to his buddy, blah, blah, blah. You know what this and does do? And they don't do. see the deeper thing about how fucked up that is in a this, big picture. This actually allows um, younger voters that would support anyone else to be able to go to their parents and say, you, I can't, no, you can't support a person that says it's okay to sexually assault people. And it maybe that will start a conversation. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. I want you to think about this. Yeah. If there's a set of parents hmm. who are supporting Trump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's, they've got a kid hmm. who's a voting age, maybe in their mid twenties, who doesn't support Trump. Hmm. Okay. Do you honestly think they're going to have a conversation with their parents that's going to make a difference. No. Maybe, you know what, this no, is... My this, father and I, last his, time, my dad and I went round and round and round and round and round and round about Mitt Romney. Yeah, but that's different. Romney but was, was no, a but politician. It, but it's just a, one of those things. It's just like, you know, someone at a certain age, they're just so ingrained. I heard them talking to someone on the news tonight about, you know, it was like, it was like NPR, sort of like the pregame thing, hmm. talking to a, a Trump supporter. You know, it's just like, oh, does, does does this, you know, bother you? He goes, 
No, he speaks his mind. He's just saying, you know, I just think that that kind of thing is his personality is good for the country, blah, blah, blah. It's just like you're not going to get those people. And what it does, no, but there if are... anything, he lost people who might be on the fence. Right. That was what I was going to say is that the undecided, which I don't fucking get it. Uh, you know, we've been saying this since we started the whole thing. It's like, how can you be on the fence between McCain and Obama? Right. I get it now. Well, you know, what, because though? you can't be on the fence between these two people. You know Quite frankly, if you say you're on the fence, mm. okay, like you just want attention. Mm. Honestly, at this point, it's okay, like it's like it's truly, like the person that walks in the room is like, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. off. You Nobody know, cares. It's I mean, that's like the election season version of like I'm a vegan or I do crossfit. <laughs> it's something that gives you attention and that <laughs> or or talk. I do a podcast. <laughs> I can get you nothing. I tell you. <laughs> no, I ain't got no shit for that. Uh, but um, but, but it also it also brings the privileged white males perspective on women like I just, like I don't it did say, but it did way more to bring that into the into like the harsh daylight than i wouldn't even say privileged white male i think that across well no because he said well male, yeah. uh, you know the, yeah. just the way women are seen and treated and, and stuff like that yeah and okay it's, okay it's slowly i mean it's changing slowly but surely hmm. you know but it's little things like i don't know you see these little videos where little girls are just like why are all the girls clothes pink yeah. You know, why do yeah. they all have pictures of kittens and princesses while the boys' clothes have mm. pictures of them going on adventures? You yeah. know, why are all the girls' toys? You know what I mean? Yep. It's like little kids, you know, kids five or six years old mm. asking these questions. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, it'll maybe it'll change at some point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, but people, people who are undecided are full of shit. Okay. Or dumb. Yeah. Straight and then, up dumb. And those are the people who should not be voting or, quite frankly, left alone what about uh, it would be absolutely amazing if there could actually be a well-taught class about um current events because there aren't we had current events stuff going on in high school and it we didn't learn shit but the thing is though to do that you need a source you need the media which i hate to do that big m media mm. and every newspaper has a bias true every news outlet has got a, you know th there's an agenda somewhere the closest thing you could do is 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 npr or uh, al jazeera i mean npr something you know what be... you could do bbc because you could do bbc that's totally removed from yeah. us but even they don't have any idea what the fuck is like what the fuck are you people doing over there yeah, you know. Yeah, we're like, hey, we saw what you guys did. You, you all shut the fuck up yeah. too. You too, Australia. We saw that that Bush wannabe that yeah. you guys elected. You settle guys down, just, settle down. All right, we have to be the craziest motherfuckers we, on the planet. We'll just deal with this, or just let us. You know, it's like the neighbor's house. It's like, okay, that neighbor was. They had their mm. crazy shit. They got their crazy shit. It's just like, look, yeah. just it's just another domestic dispute. We'll yeah, we'll get through. Or it's so. like it's like the the Christmas light. Uh, competition. Yeah. Yep. Our our Christmas lights are orange this year. So okay. you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. Are you getting a little buzz? 
Yeah, there's something like, with the... I meant the sound, not like... <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish. Um, no, because uh, we ran the audio from yeah. the computer. There's a little... Yeah, it's a little weirdness. It's, it's like, um, it's not grounded or something. Yeah. I'm not in touch. I don't know if it'll come through the the recording. Um, but. Let's just get away from this for one minute. Um, have you watched any of Luke Cage? No. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about it after you watch mm. it. Um, I do want to plug our demo, our game demo night. Mm. Uh, folks are in the Boston area. It's going to be at the Elephant and Castle in Boston on October 17th. We're doing an indie game developers demo night of our game, the original movie game, through an organization called Board Game Empire. Um, so, and they'll, there's, it's on the Facebook page. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You get to play our game. And, um, so that's just another way you can kind of check it out. Uh, it's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. This should be one of our, this should be one of our last steps until we can, uh, fulfill the supporter stuff. I would imagine. Yeah, I would, I yeah, would hope. I would hope. So we'll start getting those out. So yeah, this is good stuff. It'll yeah. Be exciting. It's a, yeah, this is, this is one more step in the, where, you know, if anybody wants to. Yeah, um, there's the be a, be an investor yeah. in the in the company and get our first thousand decks printed. Then sure, yeah. we can do it. Yeah, I do want to change up the logo. Same idea, but I want it to look different. I'll show you um, okay. what I have in mind. Um, but it's the same logo, same words, same placement. Just it's almost like a color change. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. So so, but come and play the game. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd uh, be fun to meet some folks and chat about the game. Or yeah, sure, whatever. So. And you are definitely going to be there. I'm definitely going to be. And there. I am desperately trying to move things around so I can be. So I like the attention. So. Yeah, but you'd be good at it anyway. So, so that's um, that's that. Otherwise, um, let's wrap this up. I got to. Yeah, go. I have to actually work tomorrow morning. Me too. No Me fun. too. When's the next debate? Um, I don't know. Why don't we just ask Google? Uh, okay, let me ask the robot You're on my right phone. There. When when is the last presidential Sorry. debate? Uh, sure I push the button and I go to talk, and then it just automatically says that shit. When is the last presidential debate? It was today. The third 2016 presidential debate will take place from 9 p.m. to 10:30 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, October 19th, at the University of Nevada in Las Ooh, Vegas, next week. Nevada. Okay. 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 I, that's gonna I think I can do Wednesday. All right, cool. That'll be good. Yeah. It'll be hilarious. And then that'll be it. And then uh, that'll be episode 400. Yeah. I think that's a good one for 400. Yeah. I think. And then... Um, then we'll do live election. Yeah, on that Tuesday, uh, two weeks from then, right? Two weeks? Pretty three much. weeks? Yeah. Yeah, so a little bit in between. Yeah, so we'll broadcast live. We'll get that together. And well, we'll try. Awesome. Uh, we'll we, see. We could, if nothing else, we could just do Facebook Live. Yeah. And get a camera. Yeah. Well, there's a camera on the yeah. computer, so. So we'll just do that. That'll yeah. be fun. Hey, real quick, I rewatched Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. is the worst fucking Joker I've ever seen. Yeah, he's not a great Joker. No, I he's like, not. I, he's not though? even good. I really like her. I re I liked her more. They gave her a little bit of depth. I really yeah. liked her. Yeah. Okay. Will Smith, you didn't even. I didn't like. I was actually the second time around. I was actually okay with him, but he seemed too angry for no reason and he deadshot does not want to kill batman he that's not his fantasy but looking at the whole thing enchantress's whole thing was she was giving them what she thought they wanted right. not what they actually wanted yeah. which is how um 
uh, I keep wanting to call him Reaper because he has the scythe on his head, but Diablo, that's how he could see through it because he knew it wasn't what he wanted. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good movie and Leto fucking trashes it. And I, I, I realized looking at it, the, the red on his lips, it goes past his lip line and it looks just, it looks like rubber lips. There's no, yeah. you know how you have the divot, which has yeah. a name. It doesn't curve around that and, and it I, doesn't thin on the edges of the mouth. I just was very distracted by him talking. Gosh, he was all like this. Just like, that's actually good. That was pretty good. I like that. No, I don't like it, but it was good. <laughs> Working on it, you know. And also, I don't, I don't like the fact that Electroshock and Harley like volunteering to fall into the thing. Like, she falls into this. This. this I'll be real quick. No, no, no. I was just. I got a notification on my watch. I was. Is it the pens quit? Fuck out of here. <laughs> um, I know, right? But like, like they have the Leto is white face, right? And she has the white face makeup. Sometimes they she they both they they both supposedly went into that vat of chemicals, but their hands are flesh colored. Yeah, Leto's chest is flesh colored. Like, what? Make a decision. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be an extended. I'd be interested to see the extended. At least the extended. I liked the extended Batman versus Superman. I didn't. It it did not make the oh, movie no, any no. more enjoyable. I I thought it made it better. Mm minimally but it wasn't good to start with there were a lot of bad decisions by the characters i totally agree but i thought that it it filled in a couple of holes yeah but they were so inconsequential you know what though it's not like major plot holes but like sort of like some continent sort of it sort of smoothed out the story a little bit Mm. but it's still that gets overshadowed with why couldn't he hear martha's heart why didn't wonder woman kill doomsday all kinds of stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, Superman didn't have to do it, but... Didn't. Anyway, we just had to throw that little yeah. bit in there. All right, so uh, have a good week, folks. Yeah. And um, God help him. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's coming from an atheist. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know either. <laughs> I think people know.
you still there? I hope Mr. Trump treats this situation with the seriousness it deserves and works to demonstrate to the country that he has greater respect for women than this clip suggests. You hope he works to demonstrate respect for women. What are you talking about? It's too late in absolutely every way. First, it's October of an election year. And second, he's fucking 70. But but Ryan was not the only outraged Republican. They lined up to disavow Trump's statements, each with a similar theme. I have five daughters, and what... Mr. Trump said is offensive to me and my family. My wife and I, we have a, uh, we have a 15-year-old daughter. I have a wife. I have a daughter. I have a mother. And I have five sisters. Although these were not my sisters, this wasn't my daughter, my wife, or my mother to whom Donald Trump was speaking or of whom he was speaking. This was somebody's sister. This was somebody's daughter. In some cases, it may have been somebody's mother or somebody's wife. As as the son of a mother and the husband of a wife, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? You're you're going through such an elaborate six degrees of separation exercise to arrive at someone with a Y chromosome that you can feel sorry for. Now, as the weekend unfolded, numerous prominent Republicans actually began to formally withdraw their support for Trump. Most notably, the party's former nominee, John McCain, who put out a statement saying, I will not vote for Donald Trump. A statement whose bravery was a little undercut by the fact it was his second attempt at a response, the first of which was much weaker. Senator John McCain just releasing a statement saying, there are no excuses for Donald Trump's offensive and demeaning comments. No woman should ever be victimized by this kind of inappropriate behavior. He alone bears a burden of his conduct and alone should suffer the consequences. Except no, he alone does not bear the burden of his conduct because he alone did not make himself your party's nominee. All of you have consistently supported him through some absolutely heinous shit. In his very first campaign speech, he called Mexicans rapists. And that was just the beginning. Because since then, he has proposed a temporary ban on Muslim immigrants, advocated for killing terrorist families, which is, by the way, a war crime, argued for waterboarding even if it doesn't obtain information because, and I quote, they deserve it anyway. And just this week, he stood by his claims that the Central Park Five were guilty, despite the fact that DNA evidence has since exonerated them. And all of you still thought he should be president. So the only way that you get to be shocked and outraged now is if you were cryogenically frozen until Friday afternoon and that Access Hollywood tape was the first thing you saw upon being reanimated. Anything less than that and this is on you too. And and as for Trump, as for Trump himself, he still doesn't appear to realise how horrifying his remarks actually were because during his apology he was already trying to minimise the incident. Let's be honest. We're living in the real world. This is nothing more than a distraction from the important issues we're facing today. Okay, now, first, I am genuinely disappointed to hear him say we are living in the real world. (laughs) I I had secretly hoped this whole election was a horrible dream. And and not even my dream, the dream of a racist teenager who fell asleep while masturbating to internet porn. (laughs) But, But second... This is not a distraction, nor is it even a surprise. If Jimmy Carter had been caught saying that stuff, sure, we would all be shocked. But with Trump, it's entirely in character. And while there is talk of Republicans trying to get him off the ticket, 
That's not going to happen. Early voting has begun. So people have already voted for him. This is happening. And in a way, perhaps we've always been heading to this historic moment. The first female presidential nominee versus the human embodiment of every backwards, condescending, madman-esque boys' club attitude that has ever existed. Dick-sized referencing, pussy-grabbing warthog in a red power tie. And I'll put it this way. If American democracy is a computer game and Hillary is completing women's hundred-year quests to get to the Oval Office, it kind of makes sense that this would be the final boss. And now... Okay, that's enough. No more talking.